Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another week of the Life is Mile podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Brian. And I'm your other host. I am Sterling. Brian, what's up, man? How you doing? You know, I'm as you know, as previously mentioned, living the dream, uh random back pains, uh <laughs> limping around at work, you know, the yeah. fun stuff of aging. <laughs> the good times. The body breakdown. Yeah, it's it's really great, especially when like, you know, old customers are coming in and they're like lapping you like that's that's a real <laughs> humbling experience. Oh, man. Yes. So how are you? You know, I'm good. Halloween was, you know, yesterday. That was nice. I only ate three pieces of Langston's candy today, even though the whole bag was in the house and I was nice. by myself. So I'm very proud of myself for that one. Good for you. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of, oh, a lot of restraint on my part because I was like, I can't eat all of his Reese's peanut butter cups. He actually likes those. So, well, it would require me getting up and going into the kitchen and in my current state, <laughs> that's a, that's an impossibility. Um, but yeah, man, things are good. You know, just chugging along here, chugging along. Nice, nice, nice. Oh boy, the world sucks. <laughs> the world does suck. <laughs> Why does it suck so bad all the time? I was looking up like stuff to talk about and I was like, oh God, everything is such a downer. Everything's so bad. It's like just, so bad. The whole world is just like a kick in the crotch. Like, geez, <laughs> it's never good. Oh, uh, well, we should bitch and moan about it to our listeners. <laughs> I think we will. <laughs> Boy, will there be bitching and moaning. <laughs> Get ready. You all knew what you signed up for. <laughs> so uh, what's been trending? What's been going on? What's happening out there? Well, uh, what is trending is my... Uh, I'm, I'm not the biggest hockey guy, but mm -hmm. the team that I do follow, uh, the Chicago hockey team, the Blackhawks. Um, holy shit. I should say holy my former, shit. Yeah. <laughs> my former favorite hockey team because yeah, sweet, sassy, mo lassie. Oh my God. It's so bad. <laughs> and don't let the lightness of that, uh, that phrase I just threw out there lighten the story because this shit is heavy and it is bad, baby. It's real Ooh, bad. It's bad. Um, so I can give just a quick, if you're unfamiliar with it. Um, so in 2010, um, there was a video coach who sexually assaulted a player. Um, it was brought to the attention of uh, five Blackhawks senior staffers. Um, and the head coach, uh, Blackhawks general manager Stan Bowman, and the director of administration Al McIsaac all stepped down two days before Joel Quinville, who was the coach uh, at the time, stepped down from his job. Uh, and the NHL uh, fined the Blackhawks $2 million for their mishandling of the allegations. Yikes. Yikes. This whole thing. So, the, you know, this pattern of like abuse that happens in the sports world. And I mean, obviously abuse happens everywhere, but if you read like just this idea of, you know, they didn't want to do anything that would distract them from, you know, their Stanley cup win, almost win or whatever. And it reminds me of like with the you know all the gymnasts being abused by that one guy um at the whole penn state issue mm -hmm. um 
what's his name jim jordan knowing p- players are getting abused uh, at ohio jordan, that piece of shit that piece of shit like all of this stuff and it's and so this guy the the fucking predator because reading about all the uh, sexual assaults that he's committed so you have the one person from the blackhawks um but then there was like another intern and somebody else and then he goes to another place and he does it again and then he was at a high school and he did it again and it's just like the blackhawks knew that this dude was a fucking predator and they didn't do anything about it and so then he went and did the same thing to other people and i'm glad that all these fucking people are getting fired or stepping down or whatever it's like good you should and you should never work anywhere again when money or fame or notoriety or whatever outweigh the lives of people (laughs) and the mental health of people and the safety of people it's just such fucking garbage i i just i don't i just don't understand that mentality it's just not a part of my dna i don't get how you can be like well you know we're so close to winning a stanley cup let's just let this guy who was sexually assaulted by someone uh deal with it in silence and his his um his abuser will be there the whole time too. Like what? Just so that you could yeah. win a Stanley cup. Yeah. So at first when I heard about this, I was like, man, this had to have been like, you know, a long time ago, this had to have been like one of those things where, you know, one party says, wait, basically they have to do like a full investigation and it's mm-hmm. like over a long period of time. And there's a lot of people who they got to interview and memories change over the years and da, 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 da. Yeah. I looked at the timeline and it is damning. So yeah. uh, May 8th, uh, Kyle Beach, who he's come forward as the player who was assaulted in 2010, uh, which first off, uh, good on him I well I don't want to say good on him um, but it I think putting a face to it and seeing like it's not just like these um, like the super like physically weak I would say yeah, they get yeah. assaulted like you know you got this this six two six three like hockey player like yeah athlete professional athlete <laughs> who you know is this has happened to um, so May 8th, May 9th, uh, he was assaulted uh, by the video coach who um, claimed he told investigators the coach did that the encounter was consensual. Beach said it was entirely non-consensual and was told that if he didn't act like he enjoyed it, uh, he would never play in the NHL or walk again if he didn't. Um, and he's, you know, this is a guy who's like a rookie i believe at the time so like this is what she's worked his whole life for but you know three days later he confides in a skills coach um about the claims um basically it gets brought up to the front office nothing gets done the guy keeps his job uh, May 23rd, now two weeks later, senior staff has a meeting. Nothing seems to be done about it. Uh, June 10th, a month later, he, uh, the coach now, assaults a 22-year-old team intern. Um, a couple of days later from that, Human Resources gets involved. Um, he eventually gets let go. Fall 2012, he assaults two people at Miami of Ohio University. March 13th, he assaults a high schooler. So, mm. yeah. And then in September 2013, here's where it looks bad on the uh, the Blackhawks. Uh, their HR just basically stonewalled um, the police who were trying to get any information on this coach. Um, mm. So that's great. <laughs> just so terrible it just doesn't make sense to me i don't get it i like everyone who heard about it and did nothing should be fucking fired yeah. <laughs> like just blackballed from any athletic what have you's from here to eternity i just that's that's it and yeah. they should 
I just don't, I ne- I do not understand this. I just don't get it. I don't get how people can hear these things happening and just be like, you know what? I'm not going to say or do anything about it. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Ugh. And I'm so proud of that dude for coming forward. Right. Um, yeah. That takes a lot of courage. Most people do not report things. Obviously we know this. Um, but for him to come out and say something like good on him for doing that, I'm proud of him. And that's the other thing. Like you see the people that this predator was targeting were like, you know, he was a rookie. He threatened his whole career. He did it to an intern. He did it to like teenagers. It's he, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he knew exactly what he was doing, um, knew exactly what to say to make them stay quiet. It's just he's a fucking predator he's he's an awful human that needs to be in jail for a long time a long time um and i think he only got like nine months or something like that like it was real bullshit yeah i was like so he has a list of people and these are just the people that we know about right yeah because it's this you know this is not it's not just those like five folks it's probably multiple people yeah, and I mean, to get to the Blackhawks, he had to have had like a long career. And I'm exactly. sure that there are a lot of names in that career yep. left in his wake. Yep. Absolutely. Ugh. <sighs> Trash. Well, I, I guess we should lighten it up a little bit. So over the weekend, let's do it. There was a very hilarious Twitter thread about <laughs> what would Twitter be like if. <laughs> It existed in the world of DC Comics and Marvel Comics. <laughs> and the, <laughs> the tweets were all just... Mwah, they were hilarious. Kiss. Each hilarious. one was better than the one that preceded it. <laughs> Absolutely. So this, rem- this whole thread reminded me of a very short-lived show called Powerless. And it was about people who are like us living in a world with superheroes and just like the day-to-day like bullshit of like yeah having your car smashed or trying to get to work and like oh they're fighting on the train tracks I'm gonna be late you know like just this this average life and it didn't it wasn't it was such a good idea but it wasn't executed very well and I was like oh if some like strong writers had been behind this show it would have been perfect but that's what this I was like, you could have just gotten these like people from Twitter <laughs> to write this fucking show. Oh my show. God, yes. Because my favorite one, <laughs> my favorite one was Text's wife. Hulk just flushed Loki with my fucking desk. I got to find all these invoices. I'll be late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought, so there was, got up for work, took a shower, got dressed and prepared my bagel and coffee. Heard a loud boom and my car is gone. Turn out, turns out Spider-Man threw it at dark side. I had one more payment left to that car <laughs> and insurance doesn't cover superhero related damages. What I'm going to do now? <laughs> there was another one that was like, y'all, y'all, B- Bernie said that he was going to have insurance cover <laughs> superhero related damages, but y'all voted for Biden, idiots. <laughs> oh man. Oh. And then, uh, Let's see. Uh, <laughs> I put it on my mama that I saw Bruce Wayne change into Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Man, ain't no way no billionaire about to risk his life and he got the world at his fingertips. All cap. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker snapped me out of existence. I come back and now I have no more student loans. Thanos for president on God. <laughs> it's just so it's so real and then of course my favorite batman related tweet of all time from if you don't follow dragonfly jones on the twitter you gotta follow dragonfly jones all right he is fantastic he said hey man i love batman but the fact that his arch enemy been giving him hell for 70 years and wingtip dress shoes never sat right with me (laughs) (sighs) Oh, the Twitters. Oh, so funny. I mean, was, but... it is, it's an excellent thread. And then it just like reminded me of like, I got into an argument with someone at work 
about like Batman and Iron Man. I was like, Batman would can be defeated by a tax audit. Yes. Like absolutely. That's, like it he can't be he's got to be cooking the books, okay? Because yes. there's no way that he can find a way to write off a whole cave filled with technology. No. The electric bill alone would bring <laughs> like have somebody knocking on the door. Like no. Like, sir. <laughs> what is happening here sir you are using a lot of power okay we, we need to investigate this like this is not right at all <laughs> oh i love it <sighs> so yeah it's true like if yeah. you think about it and we'd all just be like stuck dealing with this because i always think about that when they have these big battles and these buildings are crashing and all this stuff and i'm like Ah, all that work I did <laughs> Friday just for to be, I have to do it again. Oh, yeah. work doesn't quit. Which is kind of why I liked um, the Avengers movies because there's one in one movie, an entire city is like just lifted up and then just dropped and mm. destroyed. Of course, mm-hmm. well, like two movies later, basically the government's like. We got to watch you all because remember that city that you just picked up and dropped Dropped. and nobody paid for? We got to pay for that shit. (laughs) This is why the government always hates superheroes. And I'm like, like, we have to pay for these things. Like, oh, yeah, there is a bureaucratic side to this. (laughs) Yeah, we have to deal with this. Bullshit. Oh. Well, I guess back into the bullshit here. <laughs> so everybody's favorite political activist who, boy, has he taken a, he, this man's reputation has taken a hit. Uh, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. He's, he's departing Sony's upcoming comedy, Oh, Hell No, which he would have co-starred in with Jack Black after producers asked him to get vaccinated. <laughs> so simple. And here's what I don't understand because he was pushing hard for like masks and things like that. So you would have assumed he'd be pro vaccination, but he's not. And he walked away from $9 million just because he wouldn't get the shot. I, I, it's so many people out here just straight up fumbling the bag right over a vaccine right you've already been vaccinated by for other things this isn't any different your entire life you've been vaccinated you've been vaccinated and now it's nope, nope. this is a bridge too far absolutely not yeah it's like why you have the mmr vaccine you have tetanus <laughs> like you've, you've got it all me you know He's one of those uh, ho-teppy dudes that are like the government's Ugh. trying to control or uh, maybe the government. He, there, I know there's a subset that's like the government's trying to control you uh, or it's population control. Mm. Now, if I understand black people who are hesitant to believe, right. you know, government or medical institutions given, you know, history. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I saw rich white people going into like Harlem to get shots, exactly, I was like, you know what? I think this is a pretty safe vaccine. I'm gonna go ahead. I don't need to do. I don't need to see any further research. Okay, right. I saw. Right. I just saw Chattington Thistlewick the third get off the F train in the middle of Harlem. <laughs> he's rolling through the bronx trying to get a vaccine asking asking the fine young chaps outside of the bodega which way to your local health consortium i i I think we're probably fine i I think this is fine i think this is a safe vaccine i didn't have a second thought after that absolutely absolutely (sighs) that's the thing when you see these rich white folks getting it it's fine because they're not going to kill them no, <laughs> no. They'll, they'll not take them down at all yeah i was like if it was only given to like right people in brown communities mm-hmm. that are historically disenfranchised <laughs> yeah. i'd be like i'm gonna wait a minute i'm going to wait this out 
absolutely if they come into just those neighborhoods and start peddling some ideas that's a red flag but if you see a bunch of people from these wealthy ass suburbs and whatever then you're fine you're fine get it savannah with eight a's and a y somehow coming down (laughs) to the heart of philadelphia (laughs) yeah yeah no I, i think you're okay yeah but ice cube has just turned into like this uh this contrarian who just has to be on the other side of you know everybody and it's it's weird i'm like what happened to nwa ice cube like right none of this is it's like you you get (laughs) is he pro police now (laughs) this is like all i can think of i'm like what happened Yeah. yeah i was like fuck the police to fund the police like yeah. is, is that his new album that's his new album it's just i don't get it and what's really weird to me is that there are a lot of people out there who have no idea that that was how ice cube was yeah <laughs> Do you know what i mean and so they see this and they're just like yeah he's you know from the guy from are we there yet and he doesn't like vaccines it's like no what no have you seen that episode of uh, the boondocks where riley the youngest kid is talking to this rapper and he says you know my favorite rapper was ice cube and he was like the dude from the corny movies (laughs) and he was like he wasn't like that when i was little man i used to have dreams that ice cube would break in my house and murder my whole family it was so dope (laughs) (laughs) so true it's so true it's so true it's so bizarre how he is now and i'm like i get it we all grow up whatever but i'm like you've taken a turn somewhere and i do not understand it and it's like a turn that doesn't even make sense because he was like he was peddling his uh contract for black america during the um during the election and he was like joe biden and kamala harris they haven't even off let you know asked me to come in and talk to him i was like well why would they you're a, would they? you're 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 a, a rapper yeah um slash fine actor okay-ish i mean <laughs> not great you're, you're not i mean you're not even like got any public programs or anything like Nothing. that like I, I i don't understand but and then it comes out like kamala harris's people reached out to you he was like yeah but i ain't want to meet with i'm like what oh <laughs> then you, don't be a liar shut the fuck up <laughs> fucking ice cube what? tell people to go vote damn <laughs> what's wrong with you <laughs> oh, it's happening it's weird i'll tell you what's weird so <laughs> there was a councilman <laughs> that's a hell of a segue right there folks uh there was a councilman in virginia who put up a photo of his halloween costume that costume was it was a pretty good character it and it's great. a very hilarious picture yes offensive yes but hilarious <laughs> but hilarious this this white gentleman by the name of Farron hamblin posted a picture uh of himself as randy watson from coming to america sexual chocolate <laughs> and he of course because <laughs> Farron hamblin if nothing else, is a stickler for accuracy. Of course he is. He decided to go ahead and and darken his face up. Yep. He, yeah, that's right, folks. This councilman went with the, the tried and true classic, a black face. Such a fool. It was so foolish because if he had not done the black face, he would have been a legend. <laughs> like That was it. I was like, he looked great. <laughs> the suit was awesome. The pose was, awesome. was great. The 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 wig, all of it. I was like, you dummy. Because people would have been like, I'm here for this councilman dress. <laughs> Sexual chocolate. But no, he had to go and do blackface. And then he makes a bunch of excuses for himself. And even like talked about how Eddie Murphy was like playing a Jewish guy in coming to America. And how that was a problem. And he was like, I didn't think it was going to be any like, 
racist stuff. And I was like, dude, it's 2021. Like, have you been on the internet at all? Also, Eddie Murphy is one of the greatest comedic actors of all time. You're a councilman. <laughs> yeah. And like, who gives a shit, Virginia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no. But I encourage everybody to look this picture up. <laughs> Please, because it is so, it's so good. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's so and, bad, but it's yeah. so good. Like somebody had like this whole Twitter thread, like about like the dangers of like blackface. And I was like, all of this is historically true. I get it. But sometimes Absolutely. you just got to be like, one, that shit's offensive. But two, that shit is hilarious. hilarious. And you just got to laugh at the ridiculousness of it. You hilarious. cannot, everything can't be turned into like super serious because honestly, it's so much fuck shit going on with some of these politicians that you'd constantly be depressed. All the time. You got to all... find a way to laugh at it. <laughs> all the time. So yes, like it's, it is just such a solid costume and you're like, you stupid idiot for making it offensive. It didn't have to be like this. Yeah. Didn't have to be like this. A couple of years ago, there was a guy who um, put out a video on Twitter of him and his girlfriend's uh, costume. And it was um, the Dennis Edwards video where he's like chewing the gum all hard in the video. Like you've probably seen the gif. Uh, I probably have, yeah. But Dennis Edwards, a, a black man, black mm -hmm. R&B singer. Um, he, he and his girlfriend recreate the video. They're white people. You know what they did? They wore wigs and that's it. They that's didn't it. put, they didn't do black face. And you know what? Nope. Everybody got it as soon as the music started and he's chewing that gum hard in the camera. We were like, yes, get it, Chad. You did yes. it. You nailed it, my man. <laughs> That's the thing. There's like, you know, that like meme of the black lady and she's leaning over on her knees, kind of like staring real hard at something. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like last year, I think during the whole, oh, dress up as a meme or a gif. And so people were posting pictures of it and this white lady did it. And she had the outfit and the glasses and she just pulled her hair back. No blackface, no nothing. And everybody, you like immediately knew exactly who she was. And I was like, that is a really good, that's a really good one. Cause she did the face exactly. She had the same outfit on. I remember that. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, you can do these things. You can dress up as people from, you know, like different races or characters or whatever. Yeah. But you don't have to like brown face black face it make your eyes like different if you're dressing up as like an asian character you don't have to do all that yeah it's like i dressed up as like a character from battle royale a couple of years ago for halloween and that's a that's a i believe japanese movie mm -hmm. <laughs> and i just looked like myself <laughs> as a battle royale character and people got it that's all you have to do it's okay it's i was okay. bob ross one year you were it was great <laughs> i just don't understand it you don't have to do that and you people will understand it and love it and it will be fantastic but of course he had to and this is why i've railed like not railed against but really tried to get people to see how dangerous um, and I, I don't even know if I want to use the word dangerous, but Dave Chappelle's whole thing he's got going on right now, like how dangerous it is. Um, mm -hmm. he's, he uses it as an, like a defense of himself. It's like, like Eddie or Dave Chappelle, I don't go around walking on eggshells, worrying about hurting someone's feelings. And it's like, dude, like, but it's just, not, it's, you didn't it's hurt. It's not just like it's just not about hurting people's feelings. You're you're intentionally being disrespectful yeah, to an entire to race entire, of people. Yeah, to an entire group of people. This is why Dave Chappelle's getting so much shit. It's like, come on, folks. Yeah. You you understand why we can't just walk around being like bigots. This is just, it's just not okay don't be a shitty human like it's really not that hard it's really not that hard and i'm not even saying we are perfect people by any stretch of the imagination. oh god no <laughs> you know we've made mistakes but we've also been like oh fuck i fucked up like okay now i've learned <laughs> and i will not make that mistake again 
Yeah. That's part of being human and learning and growing. I've, I've been called out numerous times by friends about jokes and statements right. I've made. And instead of me going, well, it's a joke and you need to get a sense of humor. I'm like, you know what? This person felt strongly enough yep. to come to me to tell me how they felt about it. Maybe I need to look in the mirror and see what did I do wrong yep. to make that person feel that way. <laughs> It really is not that difficult. It's not that difficult. And then like when you look at it from, you know, from where they're coming from, you're like, oh, shit, that was pretty terrible. You apologize and you become a better person. That's it. It's great. Ta-da. Easy breezy. <laughs> Ugh. But hey, <laughs> these people get offended by, uh, you know, happy holidays on Starbucks cups oh. and Right. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick taking a knee or uh, black people in general saying, uh, don't shoot me. Yes. So. <laughs> so, you know. Ugh. I just saw like a tweet earlier tonight that was like, I love that our generation is being called soft. It's like, bitch, you used to have a whole ass breakdown when a black person was in the same store as you. Calm the fuck down. And I was <laughs> like, right? Right? Like, you guys are so offended by these, like, very basic, simple, like, non-offensive things. And then we're like, hey, hey, this action, this thing that you're doing is really bad for, like, a million reasons. And you lose your fucking minds. And it's like, we're just telling you not to hate and be yeah. shitty. Yeah. It's like, oh, snowflake, you, you yeah. triggered. And yeah. then you see some, like a black person sitting down at a, a countertop at a, at a Woolworth. And yeah. it's like, motherfucker. Burn everything to the ground. And it's like, they're literally trying to get a cup of coffee. It's relax. Like, Sir, I work a data entry job. I just want to eat this ham sandwich yeah. in peace and then go back to work. Just trying to, just trying to get a paycheck. <laughs> So what else is happening out there in this world? Oh boy. So I'm, I'm sure everybody who listens to this show probably already knows, but uh, there was a shooting on the set of a movie. The movie was called Rust. Uh, looks like that there was a little bit of, I guess you mm. can call it um, procedural malfeasance on um on behalf of like the production staff, corners were cut. And basically Alec Baldwin was given a live weapon. He fired it and it ended up uh, killing a, a cinematographer. Um, and forgive me if I butcher her first name, uh, Helena Hutchins. Mm -hmm. um, she was shot and killed on the set of this movie. This whole story is really just fucking terrible. And so I, you know, when we first learned about it, it was just like, oh my gosh, somebody got shot and died on the set of a movie. <clears throat> then you learn it's Alec Baldwin that did it. And then you hear what happened. And, you know, a lot of people were talking about, uh, what was it, The Crow? Yeah, with uh, Brandon Lee and how that happened to him and how he died back in the day. Um, I think it's happened like one other time before that. Um, and then as more and more information comes out about this, it's just cut. Yeah, you're right. Cutting corners. Um, the armorist, I think she was she had two jobs on set. So she was like extremely busy. Mm -hmm. Didn't check to make sure there was no live rounds. Why were there live rounds there in the first place? That's like what they're trying to get to the bottom of. It sounds like um, from what I heard is some of the production staff was like out shooting one day, right? Because they're in the middle of nowhere and people can shoot guns if they want to. And somehow maybe that got mixed up in it, which made me, I did not know that they actually used real guns 
in movies until this. I yeah. think I just assumed they were prop guns right. with like blanks. I didn't realize they were actual real guns. Um, to this morning, they had footage of Alec Baldwin talking to reporters because they've been following him around. And he was like, like, I'm devastated. She was my friend. I mean, and, you know, some attorneys were like, oh, he shouldn't have said anything. And it's like, well, you're not, they're not being followed around by reporters all yeah. day harassing him after he murdered somebody in a freak fucking accident. Yeah. That shouldn't have happened. And it was his friend. <laughs> I'm like, do you, what? Do, I don't know what that would, I can't even imagine that. Well, and honestly, yeah, I think him talking makes him a much more sympathetic figure. I mean, yeah. honestly, because if you before this, if you ask me, like, what's you know, how would you describe Alec Baldwin? I'd be like, man, that guy's a dick. Like, I mean, yeah. he, he's talented, but he's a dick. Yeah. Like, like now, like hothead. You, but you can see like this is like affecting him like he's yeah as it should i mean yeah this woman's gone and he's a it's, mess it's needless it's you know the staff was like you know complaining about you know working conditions and a bunch of people had walked off the set and they got people doing multiple jobs and someone's yelling, you know, cold gun, which means like it doesn't have any live ammo. So he's like, oh, I can shoot. And then yep. this happens. And it's like, I'm sure he's just like racked with like, damn, maybe I should have listened to these other people. Maybe I should have done this. Maybe yep. I should have done that. Like that's got to weigh heavy on the man. Absolutely. So my old boss, um, who's a cinematographer, from when I worked at this production company many years ago, um, he posted a video of himself like after this happened and where they're doing a scene of some film. I don't remember what it was. And he's standing there because he's, you know, he's the director of photography and all the guns are pointed at his camera and they shoot, right? Because that was the whole shot. And he said, you know, this happens all the time. We do this. And you, you, you're hoping that all safety precautions are like put into place and yada, yada, yada. And like, and I was thinking then of like movies that, you know, there, I mean, every fucking movie has guns in it in America. I mean, there's just like, it's just, this is what it is. And so the fact that this happened and it could happen way more than we realized, I just, I just, again, like I goes back to this whole, I didn't realize they used real guns. Mm -hmm. but just this whole cutting corners people were trying to connect it to the strike of that was happening with the union workers in film and movies television shows i mean um because they had hired a bunch of non-union people and so like they were like maybe it was that i don't know but it just seems like a horrible clusterfuck and then somebody died and it didn't have to happen. And it's just so sad. It's just so sad. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, hopefully out of all of this, um, there's regulations and mm -hmm. laws and things put into place where this doesn't have to happen again. Right. Like, uh, CGI is pretty damn good these days. I, yeah. I don't understand why you... You know, you need a real gun to fire, you know, a bullet. Right. This is, I mean, it's just, you can design and make stuff look just like it. Yeah. I So to me, it's, it seems pretty simple. And yeah, you're right. Like you fire this fake gun, you add sound effects and maybe CGI smoke of some sort. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And there you go. This doesn't have to happen. This shouldn't, to me, it just seems very simple. Like, they shouldn't be using real guns in the first place. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. Uh, yeah. And hopefully this does do something. So this does not happen again. Yeah. I mean, you, I'm just reading like some of the quotes, like from the, um, from an expert here who said, um, 
I think it's a ridiculous statement uh, when he was told about the armorer saying she had no idea how live ammo got on set. Mm-hmm. How could you not know what's on your set in terms of anything that's related to the weapons you're supposed to be handling? That's like a chef doing catering and being like, I don't know where this food came from. The right. armor, <laughs> the armor is responsible for all firearms and blank ammunition on set and weapons should always be under the tight chain of custody of that person. Yep. I mean, very simple. Yeah, that's a, a pretty easy one. Very easy. It's like if you're going to do this, there is one person who's in charge of all weaponry at all times. That's it. <laughs> and if it's being used in a scene, it has to be checked by that person. Yep. Before it's even hand. She's the one that should hand it to the actor. Yep. After she's checked it. Just just so devastating. Yeah. Devastating. What's not devastating, however, <laughs> is so earlier, uh, earlier in the year, there was a massive movement for uh, defunding the police. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know uh, if this is exactly what we had in mind, but you know what? We got there eventually. We got there. A bunch of police are quitting because of vaccine mandates. <laughs> if they only complied, Brian. If they just complied, none of this would happen. The rules are in place for a reason. Right. Okay. If you just listen to what you are told, everything will be okay. But no, no, no. They want to go all off the deep end. So, okay, fine. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's the funniest thing in the world. This just goes back to people fumbling the bag. Yep. Yep. Because they don't, if, are you scared of a shot? Like, right. is that it? Right. Like, I don't know. I just don't understand this. <laughs> Y'all are so stupid. But I did see today, I think it was like in New York, they had, they were thinking that like thousands of police officers would resign or whatever. And they were worried. <laughs> and it was 34. Because I was like, oh, that's right you're not going to get your money and you need money to survive in America. Like this is just what it is. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it because one, it just shows how full of shit they are and they're the, you know, the FOP is. Mm-hmm. And also like, not just police officers. I've been seeing all these videos. Um, I don't know what's going on with the TikTok algorithm, but. I'm seeing these like videos of like nurses like crying like they're gonna make me quit my job Uh like no you're being fired because you're willfully putting patients at risk risk. and that never makes sense to me either where I'm like you've been in hospitals watching people die of COVID Mm -hmm. and you're like no no to vaccines you've probably administered vaccines to people and you refuse to get it. There's like one in this just like lady being like, I, it is against my religion. And she's being like escorted out of the hospital. It is against my religion. And I will not give up my freedoms and blah, 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 blah. She's like, I'm willing to risk my, my house and my livelihood. And I was like, really? <laughs> Cause That's I'm a, not. <laughs> seems pretty fucking stupid to me. But. <laughs> I was like, you're dumb and you're a nurse. You're not going to be able to get a job in many places if you don't have this vaccine. So you're just shit out of luck is what you're saying. Uh, See, my mom was in the hospital a little bit ago. And if there was a nurse there who did not get the vaccine and my mom got COVID because of that, Mm. it would be some smoke in the city. Yeah, somebody absolutely. Somebody is getting an ass whooping administered to them free of charge. Right? I was like, I'm burning this whole place to the fucking ground. Like, you don't even I'm have to go. Everybody. You don't even have to go to your local CVS. I'll bring it to you. I'll bring it to you. I just do not understand it. But yeah, these police, because it's here in Chicago too, they're all up in arms. And I was like, just shut up and just do it just comply bitches this is welcome and that what you told us that's what you, you told, told us, us we just, just comply and blah, 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 blah. like like oh there was a great tweet this morning where somebody said uh holy fucking shit 
Vaccine mandates are causing teachers who don't believe in science to quit, nurses who don't believe in medicine to quit, and cops who don't believe in public safety to quit. I'm failing to see the downside to this. (laughs) I saw another one was like, oh, look it. They've just abolished themselves. (laughs) It was like, absolutely. This is great. We are winning across the board because of this. I love it. And this is going to have like the opposite effect of what they think. Because remember the New York uh, cop strike a couple of years ago where they were like, crime's going to go rampant and blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah, blah. And then the New York Times does like a study and it's like, actually, crime was down. (laughs) So there you have it. Hmm. Interesting. It's almost as if police don't prevent crime. Hmm. Maybe they just show up after it's happened. So what you're telling me is we should probably not be so reactive to crime. Ah, oh. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Fucking idiots. I'm glad. <laughs> like, then quit. I'm done. Look, anybody that loses their job over a vaccine mandate, I'm glad. If you don't get to go on vacation because of a vaccine mandate, I'm glad. Any joy yeah. that you have. That is being taken away because you refuse to get a vaccine. I am glad. I'm glad. I'm happy. I'm happy. I I, I want that joy taken away from you. You have ruined our lives for two years. (laughs) I want there to be a vaccine mandate on Klondike bars. I want you to be sitting down after dinner and you've had that taste of that minty, Klondike bar all day, like, oh boy, after dinner, I'm gonna have me a Klondike bar. And as soon as you unwrap that silver foil, just a big black dude just runs up and smacks that <laughs> smacks shit out your hand. I don't want you to have any happiness, no joy at all. <laughs> nope, because you're you've ruined it for all of us, and now you have to suffer the consequences while we get to go and be happy and fun and keep our jobs and get to travel and do all these fun things. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, like whatever. Yeah, there was someone I know who's like bitching about like, oh my my honeymoon, I can't go on my honeymoon because yeah. everyone's requiring proof of vaccine. Then get a fucking vaccine. What the the vaccine, fuck? Bitch. What are you bitching what? to me for? Yeah. Go get the shit. shot. It is literally free anywhere, all the time, everywhere. You can get it quicker than you can fill up your car uh, for gas. Absolutely. It's so fast and easy. I just don't understand. Oh, it hasn't been around that long. Bitch, it's been 30 years that these vaccines have been available. Like, this is not new. I don't understand it. It's COVID-19, meaning that there was a covid one through 18, 18 that they had a good base on yeah also <laughs> medical science has advanced quite quite well since the last big vaccine we had so right? i think that they can figure shit out pretty quickly yeah it's all right it happened very it's amazing it's amazing science is amazing you dummies it's fantastic oh because we're going to california in a couple of weeks for my cousin's wedding and you know, everybody has to be vaccinated, which we are like, duh, like we are, yeah. her people are, we're not worried about that. And then I'm like looking at restaurants and shit and stuff to do while we're there. And every website is like by October, whatever, 21st or something, you have to show proof of vaccination before you can come into like any establishment. I swear to God, it was like every place I looked at and I was like, all right. <laughs> like I was thrilled. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to feel worried like the only time I'll probably feel a little anxious is maybe on the flight but not really because Carl and I will both have our boosters and hopefully by that time Langston will have his first shot so I'm here for it that's the other thing the kids are getting being vaccinated now soon and I am thrilled about this because I was like baby we can like have a normal life again (laughs) we can go places and do things and see friends all the time and have fun Yes, I, like I can't wait <sighs> until Julian can get his because <sighs> the, it, this phrase should not be in a four-year-old's vocabulary. But what about the virus? Right. Like we right. go anywhere, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta get my mask." Okay, but what about the virus? Like, what will, will yep. people get sick? Like, this is a four-year-old, right? Because you people won't 
get a vaccine, won't wear a mask, won't use common sense. A four-year-old has more human decency than a whole lot of you people. (laughs) Exactly. It's like his whole class, Langston's whole, they wear masks all day long. They only take them off to eat. I was like, there have been very, very few cases of COVID at his school. We get a, like an alert every time, mm-hmm. but it's like, I don't remember the last time we got one, got an alert early on, like towards the beginning, it was a little bit more. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's fair. You know, people, people don't know. <laughs> and I was like, but I was like, it's working and the kids are fine and they understand it and they don't want to be assholes and get people sick. They yeah. don't want to kill pop pop and Mima. <laughs> Yeah, then you know what? If we could all be like the children, I'll be like the children. Sha na na na. Oh boy. Well, speaking of acting like a child, <laughs> <laughs> she's oh god. You know what? I take that back because that's disrespectful to children. That's disrespectful to children. I'm sorry. Children okay. are smarter than this bitch. So, uh, enemy of the show, Candace Owens, her and her uh, her whack ass hairline <laughs> got on got on her uh, little. I guess you can call it a TV show. I I don't know what where it airs, but yeah, what it's like Daily Wire or something like that. Yeah, what uh, you I know? Don't know what that is. Her lead in is probably Jason Whitlock or something. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, though, um, if you had Candace Owens wants to invade Australia on your uh, (laughs) your 2021 bingo card, card, go ahead and mark that one off because that's what she did. (laughs) (laughs) So she goes on and on about it, dropping names like Hitler and Stalin and totalitarianism and what is it? tyrants or whatever yeah. she just like tyranny all and the, tyranny all the and buzzwords all of them basically <laughs> because australia had strict covid19 precautions um the best part was because i did not know this because i don't like read a lot about australia to be <laughs> honest because it's a lot of bugs and i'm not gonna go there um they have each of their separate states got to choose how they dealt with it on their own, but they all came up, came up with the same exact precautions for the most part, because they all trust science. And that's why they only had during COVID, what was it? 1,590 deaths compared to the 726,846 deaths we had in the U.S. They had a total of 151 plus confirmed cases compared to our 44 million plus cases, almost 45 million cases. Lovely. And yes, the U.S. has had about 726 times the number of deaths despite having a population only about 12 times the population of Australia. (sighs) but we need to invade them and free them from their when do we deploy troops to australia when do we invade australia and free and oppressed people who are suffering under a totalitarian regime when do we spend trillions of dollars to spread democracy in australia (laughs) australians are probably laughing their fucking asses off right now because first i believe they get universal health care i could be wrong about this but i do believe they get that or they have a much better health care system than we do they also believe in science and they have a lot of good freedoms out there australia is doing just fine candace also i love that she says when are we going to spend trillions of dollars bitch aren't you a republican don't you all not want to spend money i yeah. know when it comes to warfare you all love to spend money but what you're just gonna be like let's spend trillions of dollars freeing a country that does not need to be freed from anything at all i love some of the replies though to her on twitter about this (laughs) uh, because the australians god bless them 
they're they're a friend of this show because they are a petty yes, people and i am here for it there was <laughs> one guy who replied yep life is real tough down under thanks for your concern and he just posts the picture of like him chilling on a beach <laughs> and then there was another guy who's like oh sorry didn't know i was being impressed good to know i'll just pop down to the beach and have a cry i suppose in my state that's four times the size of Texas with no masks, all the businesses are open, no COVID cases, no lockdown, average daily COVID deaths are at zero. God, it sucks to be us. <laughs> Just sucks. And of course, oh. Ted Cruz had to jump in on it. Oh. I love the Aussies. Their history of rugged independence is legendary. I've always said Australia is the Texas of the Pacific. No, you don't. Uh, no, the you, COVID you never said that. The COVID tyranny of their current government is disgraceful and sad. Individual liberty matters. I stand with the people of Australia. Um, the people of Australia stand with science. And of, of course, one of their politicians <laughs> who's in the parliament says, no, you don't. And we don't stand with you. Australians support their strong state leaders who've had led the most effective response to COVID worldwide. Texas botched its response with nearly 70,000 deaths versus Australia, only 1448. If you stood with us, you would have learned from us. Woo, let them know. <laughs> That's an elected official dropping bars like that. <laughs> That's what's up. I fucks with it. I love it. Maybe I will go to Australia. I'll deal with those bugs. You know what? Those spiders ain't looking too bad right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm ideal. I'll get over it. <laughs> That's yeah, what's up. Oh, God, I hate I, I, I hate using the word hate, but God damn, whenever I see Candace Owens' like name pop up, it's always some bullshit. Always. It's, it's never like, here's Candace Owens' tip for a real good guacamole, or <laughs> hey, Candace Owens reviews this latest season of Midnight Mass. No, it's always some bullshit. It's never, always. it's like your whole life, you're always on. You're never off. Yep. You're never off. It's like, and uh The Coonan, it don't stop. It never stops. Her and Jason uh, Whitlock gotta be tired as hell from all the Coonan they be doing. Right? Right? Like it, it's, it's exhausting. It's gotta be. It's a lot of shugging and jiving. Ah, she's the worst. The worst. And I don't even understand how she became who she is. I guess that's it. I've never like looked into it because I'm like, I'm not reading this much about her because I don't like her. Well, I know like way back in the day when well, relatively speaking, back in the day, um, Mm -hmm. when she was like in college or Mm -hmm. maybe even high school um she sued for discrimination and the local NAACP like took her case on yep so that was fine and then a few years later she popped up just basically saying like the opposite of what every other black person was saying and then she just got like a bunch of spots on tv because you need a black face to say like maybe these negroes deserve to be shot yep that's how she gets it I hate it hate it Ugh. stupid candace owens there will always be a spot uh for the negro who will down like talk down on other black people yep the republican party is happy to welcome them <laughs> with open arms Well, we've been thoroughly brought down quite a bit. We really um, have. <laughs> we, you know what? We laughed too much the last few episodes. And the, <laughs> I think that's it. The gods were like, all right, that's enough. Let's go ahead. Balance and sh- it out. <laughs> Let's shut this down and just muck up the world with all this depressing stuff. This but garbage. but <laughs> one thing that will not depress us, Sterling. <laughs> It is November 1st, the year of our Lord, 2021. Who 
can get it? Well, I have a whole group of people that can get it this <laughs> week. So I have no runner up. I just have a massive group of winners. Um, my who can get it this week would be the entire fucking cast of Dune. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I watched it. I still have like 45 minutes left. It's all right. It's all right. For those of you who haven't seen it yet, it's fine. It's good. It's fine. It's beautifully done. Just watch it for the cinematography, the costumes, the set design, all that shit. It's, it's fine. It's fine. But uh, what's really fine <laughs> every fucking actor in that movie. You have Jason Momoa. You have my number one, Oscar Isaac. Zendaya, who is really pretty to me. Um, even the, I don't know who this mom is. Her name is Jessica, I think, <laughs> in the movie. She's like a very attractive lady. You have Javier Bardem. You have Josh Brolin. Like it's there's other people that I've never seen before that I was like, you are very attractive people. (laughs) Just every everybody in that movie can get it. I was like, this is even Timothy Chalamet, and he's like not my type of dude. But in this movie, I was like, all right, Timmy, you like you looking good, dude. You looking good. So. My can get it. The entire cast of Dune can get it. Nice. Mr. Thompson, who do you have this week? Okay, so my runner-up, um, Sydney LaRue. She is a she's a member of the US women's uh, soccer team. Okay. Big fan of hers, very talented soccer player, very hilarious on the uh, on the Instagram. Two very adorable, hilarious children. Um, so she, I saw she had posted some of the uh, some of the Halloween photos. So I was like, "Oh, you know what? You can get it this week. You can get it. She's a pretty lady." Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. She's um, really nice arms. Oof. <laughs> she's pretty ripped. Yeah. God damn. Now, my winner. She's somebody that long overlooked in this space Mm. okay um very talented actress comes from a family of uh of entertainers could it be with apologies to elizabeth olsen (laughs) uh this week's winner is tracy ellis ross (laughs) nice yes 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 uh it was just her birthday i so I was like, "Oh, look at you! That you're you're looking good here." Um, she so looks great. She's not eight. That again, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. That whole uh, cast of girlfriends, none of them are aging. Not at all. At all. It's getting disturbing at this point. It's <laughs> very scary because they look exactly the same as they did on Girlfriends. They all have like a little bit more weight to them, but in a normal, good, healthy amount of like just they just it's that's it like it's just like oh you're just like a normal person that's aged but not it's just bizarre to me they don't I don't get it I just don't get it you see I this plays into my theory of grown the grown grown grown-up weight Mm -hmm. like when a person gets their grown-up weight it's when they've reached their their final form their best form yeah like so you at you at 18 you at 19 you're in fantastic shape, okay? But when you hit like 30, oh boy, mm-hmm. you, you got you got a little heft to you. Yeah, looks good. Like I, I bring it up with like Rihanna all the time. I was like, she she was a cute girl back then, you know, sure. doing her little island dances, la la la. And then she get a grown woman weight and then boom. Now she's yeah. like this dynamo that you can't take your eyes off of. You're like an adult. Yeah. It's that adult, like you get your adult form, your adult body. And like, I feel like everybody, no matter your size, right? Because mm-hmm. like everybody's beautiful no matter what. But it's like something about it when you hit, you're right. When you hit like 30, no matter, no matter your body shape, it's like something about that 30. It's like you start to like be a grown up and you wear it well. It's like, oh. Everything is sitting the way it should sit. Yeah, now. it's like no matter everything has settled size, 
to where it needs to settle yeah fantastic (laughs) it just like does not matter just like it looks right and i'm like that's what's up it's like we all like age into our bodies in the best way possible as they fall apart but we look good yes (laughs) because we were talking about this some friends of mine or my friend emily and i were talking about how like we looked at pictures of ourselves when we were like 21 and we look at ourselves now and it's like i look so much better (laughs) like i look better yeah no i i think so like i've seen pictures of me from like 25 and i'm like all right, you you did have the nice flat stomach, but now, <laughs> now you you got the walk, son. You yeah. got the walk. You it's got the aura. Confidence. It's that thing, and we all like we just we get to our body where our bodies want us to be. And again, like size is not an issue here. Like yeah. no matter what, but it's just we hit a certain age, and we all like we look real good. <laughs> It's that confidence thing. I swear to God, I think it's confidence and like, well, this is my body and I fucking love it. And I mean, granted, uh, my body is currently betraying me uh, <laughs> with this uh, this terrible back pain. But damn it, I, I, I walk out of here some days. I'm like, buddy, you killing it today. You're killing it. Especially when like I <laughs> there was one day I stopped at the gas station and fill up and the kid go the kid at the register is like, Hey man, you looking crispy today. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna take it as a compliment. Thank you, compliment. young blood. <laughs> Hope that was a good thing. Let me go ahead and crip walk on out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Well, thank you all for listening to another episode of the Life is Mild podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Sterling. I'm your other host. I'm Brian. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.